You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Three hours was supposed to be two, but it's three. Hey, um, you know, we're thrilled. I, I could be here with you for four or five hours. Not sure if you could take me for four or five hours, but uh, <laughs> but happy to be with you until three o'clock this afternoon. Um, yeah, and uh, from, from what I understand, uh, we've got Harvey and Joe who are producing the show back in the studio. They're telling me that, uh, that the Jets talk is driving the needle. So we'll continue with that. We've got a great show lined up for you. As always, Cynthia Freeland joins us uh, at 1.30 this afternoon from the NFL Network. We'll talk games, getting you ready, of course, uh, for some late action. We've got three games. This is kind of fun. We've got three games on tap for today. So, uh, so of course, before 1 o'clock, I'll get you ready uh, for how I'm going to play each and every way the Minnesota Vikings-Colts matchup. Uh, then the Ravens and the Cleveland Browns coming your way at 4.30 and the Dolphins and the Bills at 8.15. So here's the thing. When there's – I don't know about you guys, right? And, and tell me if you feel this way or not. But, like, when it comes to Saturday games, like, oh, man, this is great. You mean we get Saturday games? We're going to get it next week as well. For uh, for Christmas, uh, of course, Christmas Day is a ton of games. Uh, day after Christmas, Christmas Eve is a ton of games. Christmas Day is a few games, but it, it's so it's exciting that we get all this football throughout the weekend. But it also it's the realization that the season is pretty much almost over, right? It's kind of a mixed bag. Like, oh my god, this is great. We have football all weekend. NFL football all weekend. Oh, wah, wah, wah. that means that the season is almost over. So it's kind of a mixed bag. But nonetheless, we've got three on tap for you uh, this afternoon. Um, Joe Wiz, as always, joins us with his picks and his plays coming your way around 2.30. Um, getting you ready for the World Cup, of course, Croatia. Uh, you know, I, I talked about this. We have Craig Burley, who's part of our ESPN uh, soccer team, uh, joining us to, to, to preview uh, the tournament that, of course, uh, the game, I should say, the first and second place, the championship that's taking place tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. So we'll hear from him uh, during the course of, at some point in time in the next three hours. Um, but Croatia wins. I'm, I'm watching them on my big screen right now. They beat Morocco. They're excited. And listen, great, right? Like all the power to them. But the fact that they made it to the championship last year and lost to France and then just was one win away from returning and possibly having uh, that rematch, buzzkill for me. And and I actually, and I was telling Harvey, Harvey's a big soccer fan. I had money, and Harvey, tell me if you think I was wrong here. Croatia won 2-1. I had money on Morocco coming into this because I felt like Morocco wanted it, needed it more. This is the furthest that Morocco's ever come in in the World Cup, and I felt like Croatia was kind of like, oh, you know what, this is a consolation prize for us to play in, in, in the third, fourth place match. Was that obviously that was wrong thinking on my part? No, I wouldn't say wrong thinking. I'm I'm guessing pride played a lot of part in what Croatia did today, which which was, you know, just taking it to Morocco. There's a better team on paper and in the field as it showed out today. So I wouldn't say you're wrong. I like what you, you were thinking about Morocco and finishing off the best ever tournament by an African team. So but Croatia proved that they were better, and they won 2-1. So I wouldn't say you were wrong. Obviously, a lot of hot stove. Yankees making money moves. Finally, uh, spending some money on some starting pitching with Rondon coming here and uh, joining the crew, of course, with Cole in the group. I love the move. I love the move more than them paying Aaron Judge, to be quite frank. Uh, so we'll dive into that. A little hot stove talk. The Mets also making some money moves. 
exciting time here in New York, I think, for, for Major League Baseball, uh, for Mets and Yankees fans. You know, uh, both these teams, I think, doing uh, some really great stuff uh, in the offseason, getting ready for next year. And I think both teams have a great chance of competing and contending, contending to represent their leagues uh, in the World Series. So we'll dive into all that. As always, phone lines are open 800-919-3776. Uh, but again, I'm being instructed. It's, it's a jet show. It's a jet station. Obviously, we are the home of the Jets. Let's talk about it. So Mike White, unfortunately, not cleared to play tomorrow. Um, against the Lions. Uh, If you listen to me, you know how I feel about Zach Wilson. Uh, I'm just not a fan. Um, Still hope that there is time uh, that uh, he can prove his worth, considering he was drafted number two overall by the Jets. This is a huge opportunity for him. Okay, let's make no mistake about it. This is a huge opportunity for him. Uh, Although, I will say this. Since week seven... The Lions have since if, if if you you know rewind and you say okay the season starts week seven like erase the first six weeks of the season for the Lions. Um, so as of late, quote unquote, the Lions have the top six offense in the NFL and the top thirteenth best defense in the NFL. Um, not great against the pass, pretty solid against the run. They're only allowing three point seven yards per carry. The Detroit Lions defense is okay. So let's just let's get that out of the way, but. This is a great opportunity. You've got a California kid in golf, uh, Jared Goff, coming here to, uh, to New York. Weather conditions are supposed to be cold, not horrendous. Uh, like, you know, weather conditions, I'll tell you where weather conditions are going to be brutal. Chicago for that Philadelphia Eagles game. Green Bay for that Rams game. Temperatures are supposed to be in the single digits in both those cities. Um, it's supposed to be around the 30s. Again, not bad. I mean, it's beautiful out today. Today would be a day that I'd be able to bring my dogs to the dog park if I would have before the show. I did not. Maybe I'll do that after the show. Time will tell. And then, of course, the Buffalo Bills, low 20s, maybe teens uh, for the Miami game. That's really, you know, those those are your four games that have some cold conditions. Not bad considering this time of the year, right? Uh, mid to late December. So I don't think, you know, I, a lot of people are talking about, oh, the Lions, Dome team, having to come here to New York. Again, I just, I, I'm not expecting it to be brittly, you know, like brutally cold here. So I don't think weather is going to play a huge factor. Uh, Zach Wilson, as we know, is 4-11 as a starter. His completion percentage uh, in his career is 55.6. That ranks him 34th in the NFL, keep in mind there are 32 teams. So what does that mean? There are two backup quarterbacks that actually have a better completion percentage than Zach Wilson. Marinate in that for a minute. Here, Here's here's where I have some concerns. And, and again, I want to open up the phone lines. 800-919-3776. And, and this is where I, I think we're really going to see what Zach Wilson is made of, okay? I use this, I use this term a lot with my friends. Okay, and it's called true athlete. Like, what is a true athlete? What does true athlete mean? You know, I grew up playing sports my whole life. And as arrogant as this sounds, I consider myself a true athlete. Why? I th- and, and one of my favorite quotes, by the way, let me throw this in here. One of my favorite quotes is from Billy Jean King. And that is, pressure is a privilege. And I'll never forget, um, Leslie Visser was interviewing her at a special event. She was receiving an award. And Leslie asked her, like, man, you know, the pressure it must have been for you back in the day to try to have to beat a man 
uh, in a tennis match and what you were representing. You weren't just representing yourself. You were representing women all over the country, all over the world. Uh, it was a time where, of course, civil right movement was 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 strong. Women uh, and their rights were were strong. It was it was it was more than just a tennis match. It was a statement, right? It was it was engulfing everything that the country was about. And Billie Jean King turned to Leslie Vlisser and said, "You know, Leslie, pressure is a privilege," and she's absolutely right. But I think for true athletes, like like I don't know about you, but I thrive. I want, I want to be in that situation. I want to be down $500 and I have to sink a 10 foot putt in order to win the match. Okay. I want to be down three. I want to be down two points. And you know what? My coach calls uh, a shot from behind the arc, not just to tie it up, but to win it with five seconds left in the game. I want to be down three runs and bases loaded and I'm up. And I want to hit that, you know, that home run uh, to bring in, obviously, you know, uh, to, to win the game. I want to be down seven points where now I, I, I engineer a two-minute drive to go 98 yards like we saw Baker Mayfield do last Thursday against the Raiders. And then you know what? My coach calls in. Let's go for two. Screw these guys. We're not going to go for the tie. We're going to go for the win. And Like, those, those moments are... To me, Billie Jean King is absolutely right. Like pressure is like the, having that pressure, and and knowing that so much is riding on you to perform and to do well and to succeed, is just because here's what happens: when you succeed, and truth be told, I I have not done many if any drugs in in my life. Okay. So smoke weed in college, okay, but like other than that, nothing. I don't, I've never even smoked a cigarette. So when I say this, I can't. I guess what I'm saying is I can't imagine that there is a drug out there that can give you the type of high that that success can give you. Okay. Right. Like like I I can't imagine having having that type of pressure as an athlete knowing that you need to perform, knowing that you need to win, knowing all those things and the pressure that it puts on you and then you're successful, I can't imagine anything giving a human being that type of high, okay? And so, and so because that's what, that's what athletes, true athletes strive for, they're willing to fail, they're willing to put themselves out there and, and fail because they know that if they don't fail and they do succeed, that high is priceless, okay? But, there's, but there are so many athletes out there, professional athletes, that are so terrified of failing. They're so terrified of failing. Or, or they just mentally are in, in their head or, or, or have already failed. Like, this is too much for me. I'm going to give it a go, but chances are, like, I, you know, and, and I'm not, they're not, they're not saying this on, on the exterior, but this is what they're feeling inside. This is why a lot of, you know, a lot of professional teams, if all, not all of them, have a psychologist uh, that's, that's paid by the team, is, is there in, at the facility every day. Why? Because it's a mental thing. Okay? So... To me, this is a, a few things. Number one, this is a huge opportunity for Zach Wilson. 
regain his job, regain the starting position, go out and, and grab that brass ring, take control, change the narrative, change the narrative that the, the, the Jets made a, a bad decision and a wrong decision drafting you at two overall. Play smarter. Be wiser. Read the defenses better. Spend more time preparing. Learn the Detroit Lions defense, um, you know, every, every, what you can anticipate. Hopefully he's been the first one in the building and the last one to leave. Hopefully he has learned and watched what, what Mike White has been able to do well. And, and could emulate and, and execute even better because, let's be honest, we know Zach Wilson's a better athlete than Mike White. There's no denying that. So I just I feel like this is a huge opportunity for, for Zach Wilson, and I think a lot will, will be revealed tomorrow for him. We know what he can do athletically. It's mentally. It's commitment. It's honing your craft. It's not just being like, you know what? I was drafted number two overall. I'm just, I'm a really good athlete. You know, every football field that Zach Wilson has stepped on, uh, st- stepped onto up to now, he's probably been the best. First picked, captain, can't go wrong, wins everywhere he goes because he's athletic. NFL's a different animal. You need to put the time in. Just because you get drafted number one, number two, it doesn't matter. So this is a huge opportunity for Zach Wilson. I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I think the Jets in the Lions game might possibly be the best game on the slate this week. It just might be. But I, I, let's open up the phone lines. What are you anticipating from Zach Wilson? What are you anticipating from Zach Wilson? 800-919-3776. You, like, tr- a tremendous opportunity here. And, and knowing me as, as, as the athlete I am, I am all in on this. I am all in on this. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to dominate this game. I'm going to do every, I'm going to learn, I'm going to study, I'm going to learn, I'm going to know every tendency, I'm going to know every, every, every look that this Detroit Lions defense is going to give me. I'm spending extra time at the facility, and I've got confidence in myself that, you know what, this is my chance to win my job back. Is that the mindset that Zach Wilson has right now? Or is he coming in here saying, oh, God, so much pressure on me. I've really got to perform. This is, this is you know, if, if, I don't, if I don't perform, then, you know, then Mike, forget it. Like, Mike White's going to be the starting quarterback for, like, you know, God knows how long. Maybe my time is, is done here. Like, like what, what's the mindset that you've got to be in if you're Zach Wilson? 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you. We'll take your calls when we get back right here on 90.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Vikings and Colts going at it at 1 o'clock this afternoon. So that's in about 30 minutes. And also the Las Vegas Bowl. I've got to play for you in that Florida-Oregon State game as well. So stay tuned for that. Let's get to your calls. Let's go to Mike in New Jersey. Mike, welcome in. Hey, Anita. How are you today? Great. Um, so listen, a couple thoughts. Um, I was I was listening to what you're talking about being a true athlete, and I actually wanted to talk about two things. But with that, I couldn't agree more. I just, in terms of the verbiage, like I think of a true athlete as somebody who's just got all the physical skills, all the all the skill set, and then I think of like a true competitor or a winner. And either way, it's kind of splitting hairs. But I agree with you, and I think that like when Zach Wilson had that interview after the end of the game, even if it was a clip that wasn't necessarily taken in the right context, the answer a thousand percent at all times, especially if you're a quarterback that was taken second overall and doesn't really fit the mold of a quarterback that should be taken there, and you're not playing well and you've been injured and you've got two inches of play in the second half of the game, the answer at all costs at that time is yes, it's on me. And he didn't do it. And then the next week when he's sitting on the bench and he's sulking and he's got the hood on, and he, he should be excited for his teammates. Like if you're, if you're a, good, a, a, a good player and a good leader, you're going to do that. And he didn't. And now he's saying all the right things and doing all the right things and whatever. But, like, I've been a Jet fan forever, so, you know, maybe I'm, I'm just pessimistic on this type of thing. But we have a really good, talented team. We have a, a, a very good defense, maybe a great defense. We've got two outstanding rookies, maybe, you know, maybe even more. And you've got this guy that's going to come in after a guy just – after Mike White goes out there and, and, and is playing through and coming back into the second quarter in the second half of the game – You've got the team. You can see it. They want to rally around him. So I'm with you. I'm skeptical of it. I don't like the body language from him. I don't think he's, you know, longer term, I don't think he's a starter. I don't think he's the true athlete or the true winner. I I just don't. And I'll take take your comments off the air. But, you know, I I just, from, from a business perspective, from how you go about your day, from how about you're trying to get things done, he's just not the guy to take that team where it wants to be. I don't think it, and, and by the way, like, However he plays in this Lions game, it doesn't matter. He might get lucky. He might play, and maybe not lucky. Maybe he does study like you alluded to. That's great, and he plays well. But I think you learned a lot about him two or three weeks ago, and I'm not sure that that's something that you can learn your way out of. So I'll take your comments off the air. Not really looking forward to seeing them. Yeah, Mike, I appreciate the phone call, and I understand. Um, Listen, I'm a true believer that um, a lion, a leopard doesn't change its spots. Uh, an old dog doesn't learn new tricks and and not that Zach Wilson is an old dog, but you know, there, there's, there's some, there's, there's some moments in life that, that are learning moments. 
And you want to hope that that was one of them for Zach Wilson. And and I listen, I, I truly believe that he has lost that locker room. Not only is this an opportunity for him to win his starting job back, this is an opportunity for him to win that locker room back. To have teammates believe in him, right? Um, and and so you know, I'm I, listen. I'm I'm pulling for him. I'm cheering for him. I want to see him do well, you know. But when when you have when you have and one one thing about Bill Belichick and the Patriots, Bill Belichick loves drafting players who have not had a silver spoon in their mouth athletically. Okay, which means like from birth, you know, you're the best player. You're the best player on the field. You're the best player on the court. You're the best player on the diamond from like a young age. You've been told that your whole life. You never ride the bench. Doesn't matter if you go to practice or not, because when you're in the game, your team wins because you're just that damn good. I I would imagine that that has been Zach Wilson's life. I want to imagine. I don't know. I don't know. I just, just based on his pure athleticism uh, and his arrogance, um, I, th- that's that's the type of player I, I envision him to be, is, and was growing up. And, and a lot of that is 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 because of his athleticism, right? Like, and and so this this definitely is 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 a lear- is a lesson. This is a learning curve. For somebody who's probably his entire life has won in everything he's done, has always been the first pick or has been the captain. And this is a different day because now you are on an even playing field with guys that are even better than you. Right? And what, and again, just circling back to what I said about the Patriots and Bill Belichick, Belichick can't stand drafting dudes like that. Bill Belichick likes drafting dudes that were not born athletic. We're not kissed, I call it kissed by God, athletically. And they've had to persevere. They've had to be at every practice. They've had to study harder, try to run faster. Those are the type of, uh, those are the type of athletes that Bill Belichick and the Patriots like to draft. You know, hence Tom Brady. You know, there's a reason why Tom Brady went in the sixth round. And that motivated him. To study harder, do better, only eat avocado ice cream, not allow the dogs to sleep in bed with him. All the things, all the things that Tom Brady does for TB12, right? He's Benjamin Button. He's he's aging backwards. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Dan in New Jersey. Dan, welcome in. Anita, how are you? Hi. Um, I wanted to talk Zach Wilson and the Jets, but before I do, mm-hmm. um, we had a wager, and I have an outstanding debt to you that I, I have to pay. It's been a while, but you made me look silly. Uh-oh. Um, we, yeah, we, we had bet. You, you may remember, you may not. It was a while ago. Um, that Lamar Jackson would not be a top-10 quarterback that year. Well, he ended up winning MVP. So... <laughs> Um, we had, if you won, I, I, you know, somehow treat you to breakfast, you know, whatever, however that may be, you know, if I won, you, you know, uh, but yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, we lost you. Um, let's do this. Uh, let's, let's take a quick break. We come back. 
Uh, I'm going to give you my play. We've got a, a one o'clock game. The Colts in the Minnesota Vikings coming up. I'm going to give you my play. So it gives you a good 30 minutes to get your bet in. Also, I've got a good play. At least I think it is uh, for the college bowl game, the Las Vegas bowl with the Oregon state Beavers going up against the Florida Gators. I'll give you those plays when we get back and I'm going to continue with your calls. So, um, so Richard, Mike, Tim, Mitch, hang tight. 800-919-3776. We'll continue with your calls right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Uh, Colts and Vikings about to kick off here. And uh, so how am I playing this? Hold on. Let me, I want to call up the, uh, I want to see what the line is right now. So, um, so I, I do like the Minnesota Vikings here. I can't stay on the hook. I, I really can't. So game lines uh, to buy the hook down. Uh, what is it at? I will tell you. So you get the Minnesota Vikings minus three uh, at minus 135. So what does that mean? It means you're laying $135 down to win $100 that the Minnesota Vikings are going to win by three. Uh, that's what that means, okay? Uh, and the, so I, I do like they get uh, Darisaw back, one of the best uh, tackles, offensive tackles in, in the NFL. Uh, their center Bradbury is back. Their safety Harrison Smith is back as well. So they're getting healthier. Uh, meanwhile, the Colts, their rush defense, 21st in the NFL. They're giving up over 125 yards per, per game. So I do like Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook to score a touchdown is minus 145. I am going to slightly fade Justin Jefferson. Doesn't mean don't play him in fantasy now, folks, okay? Just means um, I think uh, Stephon Gilmore is going to be all over Justin Jefferson, and I think it's going to open up things big time for Adam Thielen. So um, I do like Adam Thielen over 54 and a half receiving yards. I also like Adam Thielen over four and a half receptions. I'm going to play both those because I think it's going to open things up. Also, uh, the Colts are going to be missing their slot corner, Kenny Moore. So their starting slot corner is out. Gilmore, I think, is going to be solely focused on Jefferson. I think it's really going to open up things for Thielen. Um, also, uh, the Colts, they have a horrible offensive line. Smith and Hunter combine for 16 and a half sacks. So I'm going to go to the defense. And so um, Hunter to get a sack is plus 150. Smith to get a sack is minus 110. I'm all over both those bets. Okay, so Smith and Hunter to get a sack combined. Again, they have 16 and a half. Uh, rushing props, um, Dalvin cook over 69 and a half rushing yards. Yeah. Why the heck not? I'll play that. Right. Um, and, uh, again, Adam Thielen, uh, I'm sorry. The receptions are over 52 and a half receiving yards. Okay. Over 52 and a half receiving yards. Also, I do like Michael Pittman. I, I think he'll be targeted a lot. So I like Michael Pittman over 68 and a half receiving yards. Adam Thielen over four and a half reception is plus 105. 
and uh, Michael Pittman over five and a half receptions is minus 135. So those are all the prop bets that I'm playing. Okay, and that's your first game. So get that geared up. Hopefully you got all that that I threw your way. Also, we've got the Las Vegas Bowl coming your way. That kicks off at 2.30. How am I playing this bad boy? I like the under in this, under at 53 for a number of reasons. Anthony Richardson has opted out, quarterback for Florida. Why? He expects to go in the first or second round. Uh, He thinks he's going to go in the first, okay, uh, possibly, uh, of this year's draft. Jack Miller will start for Florida. This is his first start all season. Also, Florida is one of Florida's, their best offensive lineman has opted out because he feels that he's going to go in the first round of the draft. Oregon State, they've got a great defense. They've only allowed 84 total points in their last five games. Uh, They are 30th in total yards allowed to their opponents. So, and both teams run the football a lot. So I think they're going to eat up time of possession. So uh, in that, uh, in that Florida, Oregon state game, my play is under 53. So that's, that's how I'm playing that 800-919-3776. Let's go to Mitch. Mitch, welcome in. Good afternoon. Mitch, you there? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. I don't need it. Okay. Uh, happy holidays. Same to you. Happy holidays. Um, um, I believe. Um, um, I'm sorry. He's gonna have to play like Jeff Goff. Goff is playing for his job. Um, if he doesn't play well, they're gonna be thinking about uh, drafting a quarterback in the early rounds next year. And I think plenty of good quarterbacks coming up next year. So unless he play lights out, and you know, and they missed out on um, Baker Mayfield, but you know who's out there uh, next year will be um, Sam Donald. Uh, he's gotten a little better since the last time we saw him. What do you think? And, uh, you know, happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays to you, Mitch. Uh, a few things, with all due respect. Golf, he's already played for his job. <laughs> Golf's not going anywhere. Dude's averaging 300 yards a game. Um, he's He's been playing really, really good uh, quarterbacking as of late. Granted, he's got a lot of weapons he's working with now. St. Brown has been tremendous. When you've got that one-two punch in the backfield like the Detroit Lions do – uh, change of pace between both backs, Williams and Swift, opens up things. He's playing behind a top ten offensive line. Um, I want to say they. I want to say they're only allowing. I want to say twenty three percent of golf's dropbacks is uh, is when he's feeling pressured, which obviously is going to bode well for him and them going up against the Jets and and, and how great that Jets defense is. So that's going to be an interesting matchup. Lions offensive line against against the Jets defense and their front seven, that's for sure. So I don't think Goff's going anywhere. I don't think he's playing for his job. I think he's already – I think his job is safe considering the season that he's had. That's number one. Number two, um, there's no missing out on Baker Mayfield. You don't want Baker Mayfield here. I know Sam Darnold actually has been uh, performing well against uh, – since, since now he's, he started the last three weeks for Carolina, but you don't want to bring him back. If, if anything, you know, it's interesting. As great as Purdy has been playing, and, uh, and interesting to see what the 49ers do moving forward with, uh, with, with uh, Trey Lance, uh, I, I would love to see Jimmy Garoppolo. You put Jimmy Garoppolo on this Jets offense, all the weapons, and, and who knows what the Jets are going to be able to do next year in the draft and free agency, improve the offensive line even more, bring in maybe, you know, another talent. Brees Hall gets healthy. Great running game, solid offensive line, a lot of weapons to work with. You put Jimmy Garoppolo in that situation? 
you you reunite him with uh, with Robert Sala, forget about it. With this Jets defense, to me, I, I'd rather have Jimmy Garoppolo seven days a week and twice on Sunday than uh, than Baker Mayfield and uh, and Sam Darnold combined. That's for sure. Uh, let's go to Tim. Tim, good afternoon. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Hi. Uh, I wanted to talk about on um, your original point about you know the true athlete and and what kind of a mentality. Um, does Zach Wilson have? Like my concern is not that he's going to like fold under pressure and think I'm not the guy. It's the opposite. Like when he's got into trouble, it's because he's been too aggressive. He's been like, you know, I want to put everything on my shoulders and win this all alone. And that's when he makes the mistakes. So my question to you is, if you are that kind of aggressive, true athlete sort of mentality, which I do think he is, how do you play? How do you be less aggressive? How do you be smart? You know, you're talking about reading defenses. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a mental thing. It's not the same thing as just pure confidence. So I'm curious. Well, here, here's, uh, here's Tim, Tim, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. I'm not saying, and, and please understand, I'm not saying that, and, and I appreciate your phone call, I'm not saying that Zach Wilson needs to come in and take over the game. Your best, some of the best quarterbacks out there don't do that. It's 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 not about taking over the game. It's playing smart. It's ending the game with you know at least a seventy percent completion percentage. It's not turning the ball over. Okay, it's throwing wide receivers open. Not waiting for your wide receiver. That was the biggest knock on on Zach Wilson coming out in in the scouts that I spoke to is that he doesn't throw wide receivers open. What does that mean? The speed, when you hear the speed of the game in the NFL, it's so fast, it's, and especially it's 100 times faster than anything he saw BYU, trust me. So, you know, so when, when a quarterback watches a wide receiver run a route, the number is blurry. You can't, you can't cipher. You, you can't see the number. While the, so how you know as a quarterback how you know when to throw the, ball, the football is when you can start to see the number. That's when you know that the, that the wide receiver is, is about to make his move and you knowing what move that is. And you throw the ball to the spot that you believe he is going to be at at the time that... The, so it's, it's, it's not analytics, but um, you're throwing the ball to the spot that you assume that you believe he will be at at the time he makes that break. And you release the ball when you start seeing the visualization of the number on the back of the jersey. Okay? He doesn't do that. He waits until after the quarterback, after the wide receiver makes the break. You can't do that. Speed of the NFL is too fast. Can't. You'll have no success doing that in the NFL. None. Now, wide receivers that are wide the F open, okay. Anybody can complete those. Trust me. It's, it's, it's. And, and, and wide receivers aren't that open all the time. As great as Garrett Wilson is. So it's, it's, those little, it's those little things that he needs to improve. Maybe spending more time with his wide receivers. Understanding how a wide receiver runs a route. Getting to know your wide receivers. Knowing to know their, getting to know their tendencies. So you as a quarterback know when to release the ball. It's all the little things that he needs to get better at. That's what I'm talking. I'm not talking about him coming in and, and you know putting the game on his on his shoulder pads and having to win it and be the hero. And no, 
it's just it's do, it's doing all the things that make quarterbacks great. Reading defenses, understanding where's the Mike linebacker. Are they going to blitz? If they do, audibleing on the line. It's all the things that he has not been able to do well at. And 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 he's got all caught up, right? Listen, it's hard here. Here's another thing. It's hard here in New York. <laughs> like, you know, if if you if if you are a struggling athlete in another city, it's a lot easier to get out of, as my mom says, sometimes Anita, you just gotta get out of your own way. Zach Wilson's gotta get get out of his own way. But it's hard to do here in New York. Okay? Uh, for sure. Because it's constantly in your face. 800-919-3776. Quick break. We come back. Uh, phone lines lighten up. We'll continue to talk about this as long as you do. I also want to talk about the Giants. Big game for the Giants. How about that? Game was flexed. Why? That's 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 a play. Sunday night is a playoff game for, for Giants fans. Okay? It, that is a Giants win, especially now that Seattle lost. Giants beat Washington Sunday night. They're going to the playoffs. 80, 82% chance, PFI, whatever, the, the smartest people up in Bristol have uh, have given that probability. Sunday night is a playoff game for Giants fans. What are your expectations? 800-919-3776. Uh, Cynthia Freeland joining us as always around 1.30 this afternoon. Joe Wiz is always at 2.30 with his picks and plays. Um, we've got Craig Burley. Not only do I love his voice, uh, but one of the best analysts uh, talking soccer uh, is going to give us his analysis for the championship taking place tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. And, uh, and also Jordan Renan and John Heim. John Heim covers the Washington Commanders for ESPN. Uh, they joined me on my digital show, Bet, earlier this week, and they've got a little sneak peek preview for us as well. I will play for you. So still a lot more coming your way. Richard, Mike, Ryan, Ira, hang tight, 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Really quick before we start taking the calls, guys, I was telling you in the break, so I'm heading into the city tonight. I have a, a big dinner party with um, 20 of my girlfriends, and it, it, we're, it's a white elephant gift exchange do you know what that is i'm familiar yes so 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 you bring a gift and you put a gift in you know you just you you bring a gift and you put it on a table and then like you pass out you know one through 20 and um and whoever has 20 goes and, and picks a gift off the table and opens it up now whoever has 19 can either steal the gift that was open or go to the table and open up another one and then whoever has 18 now has the choice can steal either one of those gifts or go to the table and open up another one. So I, me being the competitive person I am, I always want to have the best gift. I always want to bring, I always want to bring like the best gift that like everybody wants to steal. <laughs> do you guys, do you, do you know what, what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm, do you know what I'm talking about? I get you. What do these gifts range in. Oh, so in, so no no more than sixty dollars, no less than thirty five, no more than sixty. So the range is anywhere between sixty to thirty five dollars. So if you win the sixty dollars, what happens? 
No, there's no winning six. There's no winning. Everybody buy, you buy a gift, but your gift purchase can't be more than 60 to 35. Like can't be no more than $60. Can't be any less than 35. But you know, your gift has to be creative. Right. But wouldn't you want to be the one that walks away with the one that everyone wants? Right. And so the only way you do that is if you are the last one to select, if you're the last person to select, then yeah, then you have your choice of the litter. You can either, you can either steal a gift or you can open up the last gift that's sitting on the table. However, if you steal the gift, what happens if the person who you steal, you, you steal, you stole, you steal the gift from goes to the table, opens up the last remaining gift. And it's actually better than the one that you stole. Then you're like, Oh man, I should have. Right. I've never seen that happen before. But anyway, my whole point is like the competitive person in me, like I want my gift to me to be the most coveted. See, I would, that be, weird? I would be the is other that weird? way around. I would want to be the one that actually gets the best gift. I, I don't like, I would, I wouldn't want, you know, mine to be the, you know, I'll, I guess I'll have this one, but I also, I would rather walk away with the best gift rather than, than bring it. Really? Okay. You want, right, your, you want Do you want your friends to look at you like in jealousy? Like, oh, I can't believe she got this one this year. Oh. No, I just, you know what? Here's, here's, <laughs> here, here's the exercise here. Here's the exercise in this conversation. And my grandfather, my God bless my grandparents. Uh, they were together for a gazillion years. Okay. They got married. My grandfather flew in World War II and he came back from the war and married my grandmother and had three kids. And my father was the oldest. So, but, and, and they always, they had the healthiest relationship, healthiest, right? And, um, I, I always asked my grandfather, I was like, pop up, like, what's, what's the secret, right? My parents got divorced. So many of my friends' parents are divorced. There's so many unhealthy relationships I'm around, you know, what's the secret? And my grandfather always said to me, there's two kinds of people in this world. There's givers and takers. And when two givers get together, their relationship will last forever. And so I, I think the lesson here is I am a giver. Like I, I get more satisfaction giving gifts than, than receiving and opening gifts. Does that make sense? Like I, like I love, I love to give, I love to treat. I love to give. I love, I, I just, I, I, and, and it's selfish. Like I get more satisfaction giving than receiving. I, I, Does that make sense? I get that. And I would agree with you, except for this. Th this would be my one exception to the rule. If, if mm -hmm. in, a, in a white elephant, I would want to be the one that walks away with the the coveted prize. But that's just me. <laughs> this is this is this this conversation has gone a different direction than I thought it would, but I like it. I like it. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's continue with your calls. Let's go to Mike in New Jersey. Mike, welcome in. Hey, Anita, how you doing? Great. Um, before I get to my point, I mean, your your guy may be like one of the most selfish individuals in the world. <laughs> I don't even get it. It's only a $60 gift. Like, you're not going to get something tremendous anyway. So when you want your friends to be happy, I don't know. Well, that's just me. That's why. <laughs> um, but I agree with you. Um, but, but, <laughs> but my point on Zach Wilson is, I don't know if you remember any particular situation. Um, I can't recall, but... I know there's been quarterbacks replaced, and the, his unique situation is he just doesn't have to be nervous about the fans or think about them. 
I think his biggest problem is the teammates. I've never noticed another team that's so outwardly passionate with their desire to play with a certain quarterback because he takes care of them and does the simple things than with Zach Wilson and Mike White. I mean, they outwardly root for Mike White. And Zach, I feel like, is going to have more pressure trying to appeal to his wide receivers, the offense. I mean, once he overthrows Garrett Wilson or, you know, um, the other guy that was always that was upset, I'm forgetting his name. But they're going to start resenting him. And that's where I think he's going to feel the most pressure. You can imagine being in the huddle when they go three and out like the first two times or he misses on a screen pass. That's the most pressure. I, I can't remember another quarterback having to deal with that, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it does make sense. Uh, quick break, only- quick break. I'm sorry, Mike. We're, we're at the top of the hour. I apologize. Uh, we're up against a break. We come back. I'll continue with your calls. I promise. Uh, also, we've got Cynthia Freeland, who's going to be joining us. And I do want to switch gears uh, when we come back as well. After we take the calls, I want to start talking about the Giants. Big game, playoff implications in a huge way against Washington. We'll do that. Um, and a lot more coming your way. Nita Marks with you. 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 